Welcome to the Kingdom Community Show. It's time for revival, revival, reformation, reformation, and kingdom advancement. Now, here's Glenn Blakeney. Gospel of the Kingdom Advance with Signs and Wonders following. I believe you're going to want to pick up a copy of Pastor Tom's book on the power of the kingdom of God, Five Keys to Tap into the Supernatural and See Miracles. God bless you guys as you watch this broadcast. But before we dive in, I just want to tell you a little bit about the Kingdom Community. Blessings. Welcome to the Kingdom Community. Many in the body of Christ long for authentic community and a spiritual family to belong to. The Kingdom Community is unique in that we are not seeking to build a denomination or religious organization. Our aim is to promote the Lord Jesus Christ, equip His body, and advance the kingdom to the nations of the world. To learn more about us and how we can help you, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Sign up to become a member today. Mr. Tom, so great to have you on the Kingdom Community Show. And uh, I just want you to take a moment and tell our audience about someone who greatly impacted your life growing up. All right. Well, I would say that the person that impacted it greatest was not a spiritual person because that was before I was a Christian, but it was Bruce Lee. So I was like the world's biggest Bruce Lee fanatic. And I, in fact, did a lot of martial arts and um, I trained for a long time and I had I had um, relatives that were in the movie business. So I thought I was going to be the next Bruce Lee. Once he died, I was going to take his place. But then Jesus got a hold of me and kind of messed that all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he messed it up in a good way. Well, yeah. yeah, amen. <laughs> so, no, that's amazing. I like Bruce Lee as well. I, <laughs> I remember going to the theater and, and watching him, you know, years ago. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So, obviously, as you mentioned, you know, you weren't a Christian. Um, so, what what happened? I mean, what brought you to the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, while I was a idol worshiper of Bruce Lee, <laughs> I was working in a restaurant and, and a young man, but he told me about uh, Jesus. He told me about salvation. And I had never heard it put clearly to me. I had lived in a community of people that, you know, maybe they went to church sometimes on Christmas or, you know, on Easter, but most people did not know Jesus. My family did not know Jesus. I was not brought up in a church. So he gave the gospel, and it was an Acts 2.38 presentation, you know, and my heart was pricked, and I said, I need that. I need that. And um, I remember having a Catholic friend when I was younger say to me that you can't get into heaven unless you've been baptized. So that's, that was my whole theology is some point in life, I better get baptized just so I'm in. That's what I thought. <laughs> so I asked this young man, I said, I said, so I hear your father's the uh, pastor there. I said, do you suppose, since I know you and you know me, that he'd perhaps baptize me for free? And he said, yeah, I think he'd do that, you know? <laughs> and, and I didn't know what I was getting into. It was a holy roller, full gospel, Pentecostal church. So that was my experience, and I was there for about eight years. So uh, my beginnings were quite different than, than the life I'd lived before. Wow, that's powerful. So at that time, I mean, did you... 
uh, believe in miracles. I know obviously something shifted. We're, we're talking about how God has been using you in the miraculous in your book. But um, was that something that you saw from the very beginning or when did that happen when you started seeing the well, of the gifts? The, the church that I was in, you know, uh, people spoke in tongues and sometimes a prophecy or a word of knowledge. So we believed in the gifts of the spirit. We believed they were still in existence for today and for every believer. Um, so we believed in healing and uh, we would pray for people with faith, we thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we wanted to see healing, but the truth is we just did not see very much ever at all. And I didn't know what was wrong, but I did believe for it. So all that time, I read lots of books on faith, lots of books on healing, trying to figure it out because I believed it should be happening, but I wasn't seeing it happen. Yeah. Well, look, you've seen obviously hundreds, if not thousands of miracles since then. So what was the... Yeah turning point, the catalyst for you stepping into, you know, not just believing, but now actually seeing the manifestation of miracles? Well, um, this might be the lengthy part of the conversation because yeah, it, was, it. Uh, an, it was an encounter I had. Um, I, I uh, was a pastor, which I am a pastor today of Shoreline Full Gospel Fellowship Church in Washington. And I uh, went into our office one day and my secretary said to me, Pastor Tom, would you watch this video? And I said, well, sure, I'll watch the video. And she had a video um, that had a man on the video who I'd never heard of named Pete Cabrera Jr. And um, he had a man in a room, wasn't on a stage. It wasn't, uh, you know, at some kind of a gathering. It was just a man and his wife in a room uh, of a soup kitchen, which Pete, Pete ran. And he had this man uh, say that he had back problems. And Pete put this man's legs up on this table, uh, coffee table. And then Pete pointed to this man's legs. And it was obvious one was shorter than the other. And he said, come out right now. And the man was an atheist. And his wife was an atheist. And that leg grew out like in an instant. And I thought, that's really unusual. I've never seen something like that before. Um, But I, if it had stopped there, I probably would have been okay with it and said, well, that's really fantastic. But it did not stop there. Um, Pete pointed to the other leg that was the same length now, and he said, now you come out. And it came out like three inches. And then Pete told the guy to stand up and walk around. And he stood up and walked around, but he could barely walk because he was very off balance. One side was three inches longer than the other. And I thought, this is crazy. Never seen anything like this. Then he had the guy sit back down and he he grew the other leg out to match and then he grew them back in and he was going back and forth. And I was thinking, this is like a circus. This is a sideshow. How can this be real? So <laughs> I decided I would research this man, Pete Cabrera Jr. and see if he's a fake, a charlatan. And I couldn't find anything bad about him, which is pretty, <laughs> at the time, it's pretty easy to find bad things about people on, on Google, but there was nothing there. So I decided I'll look at some of his videos on YouTube and decide, is he legit or not? And I began to watch his videos and I realized these are all just real people. They're just regular off the street people. And great miracles were happening that were bigger than I've ever seen on television, you know, Hmm. or in person. So I wondered what his secret was. And um, I saw him also doing things that were in an unorthodox way. Like sometimes he wouldn't even pray. He just pointed at them. Sometimes he would speak a word. Sometimes he would be silent. 
sometimes he'd say in Jesus' name, sometimes he wouldn't. And But it was seemed to all be working. So I knew he had something going on that I didn't understand. <laughs> so I kind of pursued him on YouTube. I said, please, would you call me? And um, it took a long time. Finally, after, you know, pestering him enough, he finally called me. And he said, uh, hi, is this Tom Loud? I said, yes. He goes, well, this is Pete Cabrera Jr. What can I do for you? I said, oh, I've got some questions for you, man, because you're the key, I think, to, to me seeing the miraculous in ministry. So yeah. I said, there was this one video where you're praying for a woman and um, you put your hand on her shoulder. She had a shoulder that had a lot of surgery and it wasn't working right. You put your hand on her shoulder and you prayed. And you said, now test it out. And she tested it out and it had improved a little bit, but it was not complete. She didn't have full range of motion. Hmm. So you said, well, let me go again. And you put your hand on her shoulder. And this time you said nothing. You just looked at her. You just silently looked at her. And then you said, now try it. And she was completely healed, had full range of motion. I said, something went on there that I couldn't see on the video because you didn't speak. I want to know what was going on inside your head. Were you picturing the shoulder as being rebuilt by the spirit? Were you praying in tongues internally? Uh, were you just asking God to heal? What were you doing? Because that, I think, is the key. The thing I could not see, I think, is the key. Uh -huh. And he gave me an answer that seemed completely useless. He said, actually, Tom, I wasn't thinking of anything at all. I said, Really? He goes, no, I wasn't thinking anything and I wasn't feeling anything. And I said, okay, so you put your hand on her shoulder, you looked at her and you weren't thinking anything and you weren't feeling anything and she got healed. He said, that's correct. I said, how do you explain that? He goes, I don't know. It just seems to work. <laughs> so I hung up the phone feeling like I completely had been, you know, let down. Yeah. The air had been let out of my balloon. It's like he gave me no answer. He said nothing. He said he was thinking of nothing. So I was complaining to God about that. I said, Lord, what am I going to do with nothing? What am I going to do with that? And then I had a, a, real, um, a real supernatural thing happen. I had, I had a very clear vision before my eyes, like a screen, of uh, Romans 8-7. Not a scripture I was thinking about, not a scripture I was looking into at the time. Romans 8, 7, and it just went across the screen of my mind, and it says this, because the carnal mind, in the King James, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. Now, that's just like, so what? But it wasn't so what for me, because when I saw the vision of this scripture, there came with it an instantaneous revelation of this scripture that I'd never heard taught in any kind of way, shape, or form. Hmm. And the revelation was this. It says, because the carnal mind, and the carnal mind is your natural flesh and blood mind, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. The word enmity means hostile. So your natural mind is hostile against God, which seems like it can't be very effective in the kingdom if it's hostile against God. Right. It says, for it is not subject to the law of God, so it will not yield to God's word, his law. It says, neither can it be. So it says, no matter... How much you try to change your natural mind into becoming a spiritual mind, your natural mind is hostile towards God and it will never agree with the word of God. So I had to come to realize all in a moment that I have two minds because the Bible does say uh, in 1 Corinthians 2.16, for we have the mind of Christ. 
Those are the mind of the spirit. There's the mind of the flesh. And the Lord showed me your mind of your flesh is what you're praying with. And that's the mind that you've been trying to reform. And that's the mind you've been trying to educate in spiritual things. But it's actually an interference. So when you pray and say, be healed in Jesus' name, your natural mind being engaged talks. And it says, what if it doesn't work? Right. I don't know if it's going to work. You know, like, I'll look like a fool. Jesus will look like a fool. His name will be, you know, degraded. I, I like this is this may not turn out well. The person may lose their faith in God. All those questions that the natural mind brings up. And the Lord, let me understand all in this moment. He said, you need to shut that thing off. But, okay. Well, if I really got a revelation that I think I got, it ought to work when I try it in public. So I'm going to go out in public and I'm going to find somebody on the street who is physically you know, has it has an issue handicapped in some way. Yeah. And I'm going to pray for them and I'm going to test this out. And if this works, I'm going to tell everybody. And if this doesn't work, I'm not telling anybody. I'm just going to keep it to myself. <laughs> so I went out on the streets and I'd never done this before. I'd never prayed for people on the street ever. I I'd handed out tracks and witness, but I'd never prayed for people. So I went on this out on the street and I found a woman bent over in front of a dollar tree and she was on a walker. She could barely walk. And she was not an old woman. She was only in her 30s. But she had been hit with early onset arthritis throughout her whole body. So she had arthritis through her whole body. She was, every joint was inflamed. She was in extreme pain. And I saw her barely walking. I said, could I ask you a question? She goes, sure. I go, what is the cause of your difficulty walking here? She said, well, I have this problem with arthritis and I've gone to doctors and I've taken various different treatments and pain pills and nothing kicks it. it. It's something I'm stuck with the rest of my life. I said, is it painful? She goes, yes, it's very painful. I said, what's your pain level? One through 10. She goes, about an eight out of 10 all the time, 24 wow. seven. And I said, and the doctors can't help you. She goes, doctors can't help me. Then I said words that I couldn't believe I was saying. Mm-hmm. If I had thought them out before I said them, I'd say you're, I'm lying, but they just popped out of my mouth unexpectedly. I said, well, I'm going to pray for you right now. God's going to heal you. And I go, I can't believe I said that. And she goes, oh, I said, "Uh, yeah, let me pray for you. And God's going to take all the pain away and you're going to be just fine. And can I do that? And she goes, sure. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm out on a limb now. So I had told her my name was Tom, but that's all. I'm not going to tell her my last name because if I, if I fail, I don't want her to, you know, (laughs) ruin my reputation, you know? (laughs) So I put my hands on her and I, and I uh, implemented what I believe the Lord had just shown me was the key. So here's what I did. Hmm. I, I ha- already had an understanding for how to pray for people. I just wasn't seeing success in it. So I knew that I wasn't going to ask the father to come down and heal this woman because that's not the way it was done, like in the book of Acts, but actually authority was used. So the yeah. apostles would say, rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. Yes. Right. So I put my hands on this woman. And I said, I speak to arthritis right now. Arthritis, I command you to leave this body now. And I command all pain to leave now. Now, the minute I said now, this is where I implemented what I believe the Lord had shown me in Romans 8, 7, which was that my natural mind had been in the way the whole time. So what I did after I said now, I shut my mind off and just paused and just rested in a place of peace. And the mind wanted to do what it does and say, 
But what if, and I just, I just silenced it. But what if I just said nothing? This is where uh, the understanding came to me about Mm. how Pete said he thought nothing. I just gave God space to work after I gave the command to be healed. I just gave God some moment to work while I was silent on the inside, completely at peace and silent. I said nothing. I didn't move a muscle. I just left my hand on her for a few moments. Then I took my hands away. And uh, she had not been able even to bend down far enough to touch her knees pretty much. But I said to her once again, came out my mouth, couldn't believe I said it. I said, I said, touch your toes. And she said, well, you're crazy. I can't touch my toes. I go, you can now. (laughs) She reached down. She touched her toes. She stood up. She was 100% healed, healed to this day. No pain in her body. It was all done in a moment. And that moment was when I prayed in authority and then shut my natural mind down and didn't let it interfere. That was the key for me where I began to see the miracles. Yeah. Wow. So powerful. And, you know, in your book, you mentioned specifically the keys, your book, Unlocking Kingdom Power, Five Keys to Divine Mm -hmm. Healing. Well, I'm not going to ask you to reveal the five keys because people need to buy your book to, uh, (laughs) to learn what those keys are. But let's just talk a little bit about um, some miracles. Maybe give us an example of a miracle that you've seen someone who really clearly didn't know the Lord, you know, they weren't a professing Christian. They weren't. Oh, didn't know the Lord. Yeah. 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 Probably if you were to look at my YouTube videos, I would say that, 80% 80% of the people on those videos don't know the Lord. You know, awesome. I'm going out in public. I'm going out in public. Yeah. So there's lots and lots of them. Um, I remember one, uh, there was a man uh, that was waiting for a bus and uh, he had neuropathy throughout his whole body. And it was an extreme pain where he could barely stand on his own feet. And this man was probably, he was only 35 or something. And he had been to doctors. They couldn't touch it with any kind of a drug. So what this man uh, had, though, what he was wearing, he was wearing these long socks. He had shorts on. He had these long socks and they had marijuana leaves all over them. Right. So I'm thinking he must be a guy that's into that, you know. So he let me know that just to take the edge off the pain, he has to smoke marijuana all the time. You know, he has to take (laughs) CBD all the time. But he just barely takes the edge off. And I said, uh, okay, well, you know what? Uh, you've had an encounter today with somebody who knows Jesus, and I believe Jesus can heal you. And he's like, no, this no. I go, how long have you had this? He goes, like eight years. I go, well, Jesus is going to heal you today. He's like, oh, I don't, no, I don't really think so. I said, well, can I pray for you? You know? And uh, actually, I was training somebody that day, so I said, I'm going to have my friend pray for you. And I led them through it, you know. So I said, uh, what's your pain level right now? He goes, uh, I go one out of ten. What's your pain level? He goes, twelve. I go, you mean it's it's like totally extreme? He goes, yeah, it's like a 12. It's like beyond 10. I said, okay, well, just let us pray for you now, and God's going to heal you. And he's like, sure, I don't believe you, but okay. So I had this uh, guy I was training put his hand on this man's feet because that was the worst part of the pain at his feet. And I told him what to say. I just say, in Jesus' name, I command this pain to go right now, you know, da-da-da-da. And... I said, and now just pause yourself. Don't think. Just keep your hands there and just rest for a moment. So the trainee rested for a moment. I said, okay, take your hands off. So I said to the, the, the man we were praying for, I said, look for your pain. And he looked at me kind of like, 
are you kidding? I go, no, no, really. Look for your pain. And he looked down and he's kind of smirked and he looked down his feet and he got this weirdest look on his face. Like, you know, like what? Wow. He looked again and he started stepping on his feet. He's like, and, and there was about three minutes of him not being able to say a full sentence. He goes, what? The, but what? I, I, but I, oh, I, wow. but I, I don't, I don't, what happened? I, and I go, I go, are, are you, are you healed? He goes, I, I mean, I go, is the pain gone? He's like, it is, but I go, is it gone? He goes, hey, yes. You know? And I go, isn't that amazing? Thank Do you know you. why it left? He's like, I, no, I. I go, because Jesus loves you. He's like, and, and, and his bus came, right? But I said, I said, Jesus loves you, and he wants you to know him personally. He wants to come into your life. Are you interested in that? He goes, I, yeah. Wow. So I gave him my card so I could follow up, but he had to get on his bus. But he went on the bus, and as he was getting on the bus, he goes, I, uh, uh. Thank you. <laughs> he was completely flabbergasted. He wasn't believing for it, wasn't expecting it. And he had had that pain for eight years. And suddenly it was absolutely gone. Now he yeah. was definitely an unbeliever. But yeah. after that, I think his mind was changed. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So good. Thanks for sharing that story, Pastor Tom. Tom. You know, guys on uh, Kingdom Community, we're all about seeing the manifestation of the power of God and the entire body of Christ being activated to do the works of Jesus. And, you know, Pastor Tom, I, I love the scripture in Acts chapter 8, verse number 6, when um, Philip goes into Samaria and it says, the people with one accord heeded the things he spoke, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. So yeah. can you imagine if there this is multiplied and it literally came to the place where Millions of believers were stepping out just like you do yes. and seeing yes. the sick healed. I mean, you obviously are involved in equipping other believers to do this. So what do you yes. think? Is this something that only a few um, Christians no. can do? I mean, or what's, no. what's this about? Well, in fact, I'm what she would call, you know, run of the mill Pentecostal. So we believe in this kind of stuff. But what about the people that don't see this kind of stuff? What about if you're a Catholic or a Baptist or something? Well, I want to tell you, I've trained Catholics and Baptists and Lutherans and Presbyterians, and they can all do it. <laughs> they didn't know they could do it till I trained them. But when I trained them, they could do it. And this is for every Christian, because the Bible plainly says, and these signs shall follow those that believe. And one of those things is they shall lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. And of course, they shall also cast out demons. Well, what do I have to do to qualify? You have to be a believer. If you're a believer, you can do these things. Now, I had a, I had a prophecy. The Lord gave me a personal prophecy, like through me. It came out my mouth years ago because I was not seeing the healings, and I thought we should be seeing the healings. And I go, Lord, what's up with this? You know, why are we not seeing these things? And this word came out my mouth, and the Lord told me, He says. I'm going to bring that back to the church. Huh. I had to put a stop to that in the 50s, he said, because people's attention was going on the man. They were huh. looking at the people at like idolatry. And he says, this time I'll bring it back to the church and it'll be everybody. Everybody's qualified. It won't be focused on one man. You don't have to just get to this guy to be healed. You can go to anybody. So that is what I see now 
is is coming to fruition. That's what I'm doing. I'm going around the world, equipping churches, and we take people out and they uh, they exercise what we've taught them, and they're all seeing healing. Every kind of church, every place in the world, even places where they say that doesn't happen here, it's happening there because everybody has this authority if they just have an understanding of the authority and how to use it. If you understand it and how to use it, you can do it if you're a believer, anybody. And this is, there's no doubt, when Jesus sent out the 72 and said, go before me into the cities, and he says, do a couple things while you're there. He goes, preach that the kingdom of heaven is near. And he said, heal the sick, cast out demons. Yeah. So what he did, he sent them out with a message, and he sent them out with the miraculous heal the sick and cast out demons. Yeah. And that was the best, most effective package for witnessing that there was. And it's yeah. no different today. When I take uh, people out, uh, I used to go out and just witness and I got like zero results, mostly yeah. hundreds of people, zero results. But I go out now and we pray for people they get healed and we see lots of people come to the Lord because of the miraculous signs and wonders that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, for sure. Totally. And, you know, the scripture says, like in Hebrews chapter two, three and four, they went out, they were preaching, but the Lord was bearing witness with signs, wonders and various yes. gifts of the spirit. You know, Mark sixteen twenty, they went out everywhere preaching. The Lord was confirming the word with miraculous yes. signs and healing. So Amen. Yeah, that that's so good. So let me ask you this question, though, because invariably, whenever we talk about healing, Someone will say, yeah. but what about the Christian who loves the Lord? That person, you know, believes in Jesus and his word, but they prayed and they, they've they not been healed or the manifestation uh-huh. of that. What would you say yeah. to someone who, who's really at that place right now? And then um, what we're going to do is we're going to have you pray at the end. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to let people know how to get a hold of your book and, and connect with you. But we want you to pray for the sick as well. But what would you say to sure. the sincere Christian who's really struggling to see healing? Yeah. Well, I have there's really two two parts to this answer. OK, and and I I'm sorry to disappoint people with one of these answers, but it's a fact. The fact is, I know lots of people that I've trained, lots of people that are just out there doing what I do, praying for people, seeing miraculous signs and wonders. And there are occasions where we don't see the healing and they say, why not? And the answer is many times, I do not know why not. I know that before I saw any healing at all, um, God was willing to heal. And when I got the revelation of how to pray correctly, then God healed. So really the problem was with me, not with God. So um, one of the answers is, is we don't always know, and it's not always revealed to us, but I think that's good to pursue. Say, Lord, give us a revelation here. We need to know what steps we need to take. Um, in some cases, though, it can be this. It can be with the person that is receiving is perhaps they just don't believe, even though they're a Christian, they just don't believe that, that God wants to heal them and that, that they have been forgiven completely. And they deserve this. And you've got to get out of that mindset and say it's not anything to do with what you deserve. It's to do with God's goodness and God's grace. And then it's easier to open up and receive. So that's kind of my answer. And like I said, there are times, you know, I pray for people and and some of them, um, you know, there's some people I pray for many times. And I, everybody I know, it's the same case. I pray for them many times and I haven't seen the healing yet. But I will tell you this is that I will not stop praying for them. 
But with the methods that I've taught people, um, usually seven to eight out of 10 times, we see miraculous results. In those occasions where we don't see the instantaneous result, we have to not let our faith be, you know, sabotaged by saying, I guess it didn't work. We have to continue to believe and continue to press in. And we just got to do our part and believe that God will help us to figure it all out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great answers that you've given. Yeah. So uh, absolutely, because it's so true. You know, I think about in Hebrews 11 talks about those who were raised back to life, but then there were some who died in the Lord and, you know, and it says that they might obtain a better resurrection. So ultimately there's healing one way or the other, but that should not stop us. If the person who's not healed, when we pray and minister to them, command healing yeah. in Jesus' name. That should not stop us from contending and continuing to do that. No, no, because I have had situations where the person has told me it won't work. I've been prayed for a hundred times and I go, let me be 101. And they got healed. So yeah. don't give up. Yeah. So good. That's great. Well, thank you so much. So how, how do people get a hold of your book? Well, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your book first and then how people can get a copy of it. All right. So um, uh, I have a YouTube channel has quite a lot of followers who've been following the teaching and on the YouTube channel are many, many like thousands of documented before your eyes, live videos of people being healed in the way that I teach in the way that I instruct to pray. And um, there's teaching on there as well. And the teaching had kind of exploded. People around the world were saying, wow, this changing my life, changing my life. And I was a little bit too lazy to write a book. But then COVID happened. So the Lord spoke to me and says, now's the time to write the book. So I said, okay, I'll write the book. Because I have 500 or so YouTube videos. And to glean what you need from watching all those would take quite a lot of time. So the Lord said, put it into one place, concise it all together. So I wrote the book. It's this book. It's called Unlocking Kingdom Power. You can get this book on Amazon. That's the best place to get it. And um, on Amazon, you can search the title Unlocking Kingdom Power, or you can just search my name, Tom Loud, because it's the only book I've written. It's uh, it's in English. There is also, for those of uh, you out there that are from uh, countries that speak Russian, there is also a Russian version. Wow. So that's how you get the book. Wow, that's awesome. And what about yourself? If people want to reach you, connect with you, tell us. Sure. How to do that. Yeah, well, I, I want to say that um, there, if, you, if you'd like to see, because it's really encouraging before you go out and step out in public and pray for people, it's encouraging to see uh, videos where people have done this and see yeah. the um, miracles before your eyes. So if you'd like to see these kinds of miracles, you can look up my channel, uh, Tom Loud Healing on YouTube. Um, but to, to contact me personally, my email address is pastor Tom loud at gmail.com. Great. Yeah. And so again, let's just go over that on YouTube, Tom loud, loud is spelled L O U D L O U D. So, but just put Tom loud healing in the search box and you will find my videos. Yes. Yeah. And you have, I think over 27,000 followers. So a lot of people are watching. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Uh And to get a hold of you, for those who are listening on the podcast, uh, pa- Pastor Tom Loud. And again, that's L-O-U- at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. And then your church website is Shoreline. Shoreline. Yes, shorelinefullgospel.org. 
That's in okay. Seattle. In Seattle. I was just going to ask you that. Where is your church located? Seattle. Great. Awesome. Well, hey, what's going on in Seattle these days? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Seattle um, is a great training ground. And I have people come here from all over the world to go out with me in public and pray for people. And this is the great one of the greatest training grounds in the world because Seattle is the second least churched community in the United States. Portland beats us by a little bit. So there are lots of unbelievers here. Yeah. The thing is, is, you might go, well, that's that's tough then. Oh, yeah, it can be tough. But you train where it's tough and everywhere else is really easy. <laughs> so, so there's good training here and we have a lot of people to practice on. And, and it's it's good to challenge yourself and get out there. And like doing anything uh, in the doing of it, uh, the more times you do it, the easier it gets. And it just becomes uh, not a uh, an event you do once a year or once a month becomes a lifestyle. You just have a lifestyle of looking for those opportunities. Yeah, so good. So true. And uh, yeah, we need to go to those places and reach those who need Jesus. Pastor Tom, Amen. would you pray, uh, minister to those who are needing a miracle right yes. now? Just go yes. ahead. All right. So if it's possible for those that are watching right now to lay a hand on the area, please do that. If you can't reach that area, just put a hand anywhere on your body because that, that power will be transmitted. And I'm going to pray for you. And here's what I ask you to do. I ask you to relax and not pray with me. Just receive. Okay. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each and every person that is tuned in right now, that's watching right now. And I just speak over their body, whatever the need is in whatever organ, whatever cell, whatever part of their body, whatever joint, whatever muscle. I just speak to that need. And I say right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I say, be made completely whole, be healed now in Jesus' name. Every muscle, tendon, ligament, nerve, organ be made whole right now in Jesus' name. I command diseases like cancer, things like diabetes to come off of them right now in Jesus' name. I curse those things, get out of their bodies now in the name of Jesus. And I speak healing from the top of the head to the soles of the feet right now in the name of Jesus. All pain, all discomfort leave right now in Jesus' name. And I just have a moment of silence now. Just relax. All pain. Go and do not return. And I thank you, Father, for what you've done right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. So good. Yeah. Amen. And please, uh, guys, everyone who's watching, listening, uh, let us know. You experienced healing. Let us know. Again, good. Contact Pastor Tom, Pastor Tom Loud, L-O-U-D, at gmail.com. Or email us here at Kingdom Community, admin at kingdomcommunity.tv. So great having you with us today, Pastor Tom, and uh, a blessing to hear the testimonies. Again, everyone, my guest has been Pastor Tom Loud, and uh, he is the author of a book called Unlocking Kingdom Power, Five Keys to Divine Healing, available on Amazon. Yeah, get a copy. I know you'll be greatly encouraged. Thank you, Pastor Tom, for your time. Uh, it's truly been an honor to have you on the Kingdom Community Show. Thank you, Glenn. It's been a real privilege. I appreciate it so much. Bless you guys. Thank you, everyone. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us today at the Kingdom Community. We trust that you are encouraged as a result of spending time with us. We exist to connect, equip, and send you out into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God. 
To learn more about the Kingdom Community, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Together, we are better. The Kingdom Community, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Together, we are better.